This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch.
Hello everyone and welcome back to Tunes and Talks. I hope you're having a good week. Today we're joined by a very special guest all the way from Auckland. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Lucy. This is Lucy. You can't see her but she's here. And yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about kind of your background and your story? Sure. Um, so when I was 13, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which was a cancer in my neck. Um, I was diagnosed four days before Christmas, so I spent Christmas and New Year's all in that hospital. Um, I finished treatment the day before I started high school, and I was in remission for about a year until the cancer came back um, on both sides of my neck and down my chest. And it was a bit more aggressive, so I spent a lot more time in hospital. Um, in total, I've had seven rounds of chemo, six operations, two ports, uh, I lost my hair completely. Um, yeah, and on, in July I'll be four years cancer free. And I started a business called Toxic Smiles when I was 16, and it's going good. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, so my next question kind of is where are you today? Like, where are you at today with your whole cancer journey and kind of the behind the scenes sort of stuff about what you still have to deal with? Yeah, so I'm still in um, what's called Elite Program, so it's a long term aftercare kind of program for childhood cancer survivors. So it's like three um, appointments a year at the hospital with a nurse, doctor and psychologist. Um, that kind of just includes like just checking up, make sure the cancer's still not back. Um, I recently just had one on Wednesday and kind of also um, chemo wipes out your whole immunity so I have to get revaccinated every year or something. Really? So I just had three injections yeah, I saw that on your TikTok. My arms are still sore from it, and I had a blood yeah. test, so I'm only just being able to move my hands a couple of days later. Oh my gosh. And when I saw your TikTok of like, what, like, yeah. what was it, like four? Yeah. Oh my gosh, in one day. Yeah. It wasn't man. very fun. No. I think I woke up at like 3 a.m. and all my um, friends at hall heard me screaming because it was just oh. so painful. Yeah, what are some of your biggest obstacles that you've had to overcome on your journey? And kind of like, what are some of your biggest obstacles today as well, just in life? I think it's kind of, kind of like claiming your life back in a way. Like, I was so sick for so much of like school and that, that I've missed what normal teenagers would, you know, take it for advantage of just getting into like normal things like being able to just start sports again or be able to actually go physically into school and just keeping up with your friends and yeah <laughs> so kind of like people these days sort of I mean anyone would like take advantage of just being able to go to school yeah it's but a lot like, of things you don't understand until you can't do them anymore it's yeah. like COVID I reckon yeah with like traveling and stuff everyone took that for granted until they couldn't do it anymore but even the simplest things with people that like they don't realize that with cancer or with like something where you're really really sick there's the simplest things you can't do yeah like going to school or actually playing like a sport that you're interested in yeah like did you have any sport that you were in that you had to kind of let go I was a big cheerleader so I did competitive cheerleading for like four years really about four weeks before I was diagnosed I was diagnosed and then four weeks later we were supposed to go to Hawaii for like we were in team, like a New Zealand team to like represent really? New Zealand and couldn't go oh my gosh gutting but um no I was a netballer as well so I had to stop netball are you getting back into some of that now at uni um we've kind of just been going to the gym oh don't yeah how much time to be honest no literally what are some of the things that have kept you happy and positive through your journey with cancer I think being able to like kind of share my story and kind of meet so many different people and across the world and kind of share the ups and downs in my journey it's kind of 
keep me going. Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's not many people that kind of are your age and can share their story. I feel like it's usually yeah. either like younger kids or like older people. Yeah, there's definitely a gap, especially when I was diagnosed. There was no one I knew around me that was sick like that. Mm, so you couldn't so really like. Really hard to like relate to somebody or have someone to like look up to or talk to. But the messages that I receive like on a daily, I get like heaps of people around the world that are like sick and they've seen my TikToks or just being able to like look at them and, and distract them even. Yeah. I might lose my mind Waking when the sun's down Riding all these highs Waiting for the calm down Walk these streets with me I'm doing decently Just glad that I can breathe Yeah I'm trying to realize It's alright to not be fine on your own Now I'm shaking Drinking all this coffee These last few weeks I've been exhausting I'm lost in my imagination And there's one thing that I need from you Can you come through? Can you come through? Ain't got much to do. Too old for my hometown. Went to bed at noon. Couldn't put my phone down. Scrolling patiently. It's all the same to me. Just faces on a screen. Yeah. I'm trying to realize. It's alright to not be fine. I'm lost in my imagination And there's one thing that I need from you Can you come through? Can you come through? Through? Yeah. And there's one thing that I need from you. Can you come through? What advice would you offer any young people experiencing cancer in their family, either like in themselves or in a family friend or family member? Um, I think I've always said being able to talk to somebody, and it's I know it's not the easiest thing to do, but just having someone that you talk to and trust has just helped me. You know, I have to. I'm seeing two psychologists at the moment, and just being able to talk to them about yeah. anything going on has just helped me. 
clear my head. Yeah, because it's not just <laughs> gonna, going to, as soon as, like, with anything in life, as it stops, it's not just, all the problems aren't just going to go away. Like, yeah. when you're declared cancer-free, it's not like, oh, like, I'm just yeah completely the way I was before. Like, I think that's the thing that I've, I struggled with the most at the start, was thinking once I was better, then you get your whole life back but yeah. in reality it's not the same there's so many ongoing things that I'll still be going through for probably most of my life as a result of my treatment but yeah and like mental things as well yeah especially like kind of fears and thoughts and stuff like that exactly it's yeah. definitely good to have someone to talk to even if it's not a psychologist or anything just like a friend a family member yeah. and like even if it's not in yourself either if you're not suffering from cancer what are your proudest moments and your highlights of kind of your whole <laughs> social media journey. I surprised my mum on Seven Sharp for Good as Gold and oh, they had wow. like cameras come to her 50th birthday. That was pretty cool. That's so cool. Yeah, it's cool you can give back from that sort of thing. Yeah. Did you have like a, I know that some cancer patients get like a wish. Did you have one of those? Yeah, I had to make a wish. It was my it was my 16th birthday. So I am like the biggest fan of Ed Sheeran. It's my, oh my gosh. low key, that's like my secret. But <laughs> for my 16th. Exposed. Yeah, so when, he, so when he came a couple of years ago, he was doing a concert here and my first wish was to meet him and then he declined it because he said he was too busy Oof. so I, t I was like okay well I'll have like a sweet 16th Ed Sheeran theme party oh that's so, so cool so they like picked uh, 50 of my friends up in like a limousine we went to Eden Park we had the whole Eden Park and they decorated like Ed Sheeran themed everything wow really it was incredible yeah we had oh, karaoke gosh. everything Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. The whole of Eden Park, that's like massive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I kind of asked you this before, but what are some things that people don't realize that you still have to deal with now? Like the treatments and stuff that you still have to go through now? Other than like the immunizations and that getting back, you're still dealing with like fertility problems that could arise in the future. So I had a surgery when I was 15 to remove half of my eggs and my right ovary. So my parents still have to pay to have them frozen and Gosh. to have a chance of hopefully having children on my own in the future so wow always scary and yeah it's crazy how much stuff people don't realize all right moving on to something a little bit light-hearted now <laughs> tell us about your non-profit organization how did you get started and where are you today with that um so yeah that's socks with smiles i think emma was actually one of the first people we actually talked about socks with smiles with go emma emma's Ooh. back there <laughs> But we started when I was 16. I started in one of my sports science classes at school and then slowly has reached places that we didn't think it was going to go. And we've done three Christmas drops and raised nearly $4,000 in total. Yeah, so what's kind of the ethos behind it? Like what's the, the complete goal for it? Like you're raising money for cancer? Yeah, so we were raising money to buy gift packs for children in Starship Hospital in Auckland. Oh, wow. So that was where I spent most of my time. So we talked with still my doctors and my nurses, and we put together, like, a big Christmas drop every year and just hand out all these, like, little gift packs with games, toys, everything. Is that where the socks come in as well? Yeah, so the That's socks so are included in um, the packs. Cool. Yeah. And where are you with that today? Still kind of going with that today at all? Yeah, we should be doing our, we're doing our fourth, we our fourth Christmas drop at the end of the year, so we're slowly starting to actually put that together. That's exciting. And what are some obstacles you've had to face in your Socks for Smiles journey, like business-wise, stuff like that? Oh, I remember like a year ago, it was just, you're spending hours and hours contacting different places and connecting with different people to help with the um, Christmas drop, trying to like 
deal with my health, deal with friendships. There's like a lot that actually goes into it. Yeah, for sure. Especially if it's not for profit too. It's like yeah. you're not actually really profiting off of it. So it's all yeah. for fundraising. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I've been trying to find the time to remind myself to tell you I love you. I'm always sorry, but I feel it's not enough. And look away to face the ugly and the truth. I made a promise to figure out when to make it and take you to any place that I go. I really want you to know that this isn't easy, but I know I'm coming back home. I wish that I knew that I was trying to buy time. I fought through the scars and nearly lost my mind. But I told myself, don't you give up. When if it's too far, but I figured you can't buy the time. Can't buy a thing. Can't buy the time I spent. I'm lost in the thought of you not next to me. Can't buy the time. Mm. Can't buy a thing Can't buy the time I spent I'm lost in the thought of you not next to me But maybe in another lifetime It gets so complicated Tangled in my thoughts when I'm down Think the devil wants my soul now That I'll be screaming back I'm running for my dreams And giving it all I got to let you know I'm trying harder every day to make tomorrow That more closer to you, yeah it's alright, it's okay, but tonight I'm away You know that I, I wish that I knew that I was trying to buy time I fought through the scars and nearly lost my mind But I told myself, don't you give up When it feels so far, but I figured We can't buy the time Can't buy a thing Can't buy the time I spent I'm lost in the thought of you not next to me Can't buy the time can't buy a thing Can't buy the time I spent I'm lost in the thought of you the next to me Can't buy the sun Can't buy a thing Can't buy the time I spent I'm lost in the thought of you the next to me Can't buy the sun Can't buy a thing what advice would you give someone wanting to start a non-profit organization or business probably just get started brainstorm and do what you love and what's your best piece of advice to offer someone that you've kind of gained through your whole life with everything that you've been through what have you kind of have you heard anything from anyone that you really picked up on i remember the one thing that I've kind of remembered from being sick in the hospital and my doctor said he's like life is tough but you're tougher and it's kind of just that's just the one thing that's kind of stuck with me and I know you've met some pretty cool people through <laughs> your whole journey so kind of like do some name dropping kind of list off who you've like your idols and stuff that you've met I know you've already talked about the Ed Sheeran birthday party but maybe one day you'll actually meet him <laughs> yeah hopefully who else have we met um John Ben and Sharon um, oh, that's cool. We've done Sam Wallace from The Breakfast Show. Um, Georgia from ZDM. Oh, yeah. Jazz Sondheim. We met, I met Jen the other day, actually. Did you really? I ran into her at the shop and she noticed me. She came up to me. <laughs> it was it was the most fun. Like a fangirl moment? Really? I was oh just gosh. like, she, she, was, she came up to me and I was like, aren't I supposed to come up to you? Um, but she's really lovely. And it's so um, cool. Dr. Steph, who was Jazz and, uh, Jazz's doctor, um, she's actually getting the same ankle surgery as me. She really? Has. I'm still waiting for mine. 
fine. Um, but we met each other in the doctor's office and just started talking. Um, but yeah, they were really nice and lovely. That's so cool. And it's kind of like, hopefully by doing all your stuff, you'll be like that to people. Yeah. Already uh, in one day in the future. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we have a special guest. Hello. She's back. Emma's here. You can't get rid of her. <laughs> can't get rid of her. She's back. So I want to know like kind of how you guys sort of met. <laughs> like how, because Lucy and Emma both do social media and kind of run their own small businesses and have their own stories and stuff. So how did you kind of, how did you like connect with each other over social media? Do you want to explain or want to explain? You go for it. Okay, so it would have been, like, just over two years ago, I got a DM from Lucy, and this was when I sort of, my YouTube was kind of just starting to gain traction, and they were the first people that contacted me for, like, a brand deal, and they offered to send me some socks, and I was absolutely stoked about it. In fact, I, I, I literally wear the socks all the time. Um, she does. The pink, like, fluffy bed socks, so good. Anyway, um, yeah, so then she messaged me, and then I ended up working with them, like, promoting their socks for a little bit, and then we kind of just became friends, and then we just, like, I guess the rest is history. I feel like you guys kind of are each other's, like, hype girls. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like in New Zealand, there's not, like, a whole heap yeah. of, like, influencers that, like... Like, there's sure there's like some influences, but then like I feel like yourself, like you're really genuine, yeah, and I feel like a lot sure. of people don't come across that way. So it's nice to have someone who I feel like we're <laughs> got like similar content, kind of. Yeah, I feel like you guys are really easy to reach out to as well, like both of you, even before I knew Emma. I feel like it's because we know like we're just normal people, yeah, and so we're like happy to help because we know what it feels like to be in the opposite situation. Yeah.
I kind of want to play like this random game that I play with our flatmates, and they all like. Oh my gosh! Yes. You know which one I'm gonna play, yes. right? Right. The game's called Salad or Sandwich. Anything you like, literally, you could point to like Saint Emma's cupboard, and like, what would you feel that that is like a salad or a sandwich? <laughs> I like would. I would call my wardrobe like my cupboard. I would call it a salad. See me too, but then I would call your room a sandwich because it's like organized. <laughs> Lucy's like, what have I walked oh into? <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So like, say like a beach. What would a beach be? Like a full salad. Yeah. Am I right? A salad. A salad. Yeah. So would you rather... Donuts or candy? Donuts. 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 Do you guys like swimming pools or beaches? Beaches? I like the salt water. See, I'm a pussy with, like, stuff under my feet. <laughs> so, like, beaches, but, like, swimming pools for, like, the swimming part. Mm. I think I'm the same. Um, Disney or Netflix? Disney. Disney. Morgan's like... Mm. I don't really watch either. I'm so lame. Like, we don't really watch movies at all. Nah. And our flatmates are, like, obsessed with movies. Like, Rachel watches a movie a night, and oh. me and Emma just don't. Oh my god. I don't think I had the attention span for that. <laughs> oh, here we go. TikTok or YouTube? It's like the two Ooh. platforms. <laughs> See, I, I'm i going to say TikTok as well because I feel like, again, I don't have the attention span for YouTube. <laughs> See, for watching, I would definitely say TikTok. Yeah. And content creating. Emma's. YouTube. But then TikTok's so fun. Yeah, I like TikTok. I, I, I like appreciate people who can make good TikToks like yourself. Like, I just find it so hard to keep up. Like, <laughs> I need to constantly come up with a new idea. We blurt out TikToks all the time and Emma's like, sorry. Yeah, they're like, they're like quote TikToks. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. A day with your best friend or a party with everyone you know. So, like, that's interesting for you guys because you know some pretty cool people. I'd like a party because I feel like I don't really have, like, a best friend. Neither. Mm. I don't have one. I've had multiple <laughs> best yeah. friends. I have, I have a few, like a, like, a group of really close friends. That's about it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thanks, Lucy, for making the trip down from Auckland for this. Thank you for having me. It's okay. I hope you guys got really inspired and kind of learned a bit more about the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a two-time cancer survivor. How you can kind of deal with that afterwards and the stuff you can do to help. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was really, really, really inspiring. And I hope you guys kind of like listen and take some of her advice away with you for everyday life. And yeah, thank you for listening. Have a good week and I'll see you next week. Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.